0: tasty beer i saw that saucy babe on the side of it this is from fort worth's martin house brewing company it's a you're gonna hate it but this is a lemon icebox pie sour ale
1: see i like the sour ale part it's gonna just taste like a nice lemon sour ale which i mm-hmm. can get behind that i love that
0: so it's lemon sour ale but it's brewed with graham crackers and la- and lactose
1: so it's kind of creamy who's the brewery
0: Martin House, Brew, bre- 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 Martin House Brewery uh, in Fort Worth, Texas.
1: I love hometown. how I put you through all of that work again when I remembered after I asked that you had already said it once.
0: <laughs> also, for somebody who can't get sentences out very well, Martin House Brewery is a nightmare. Is it really now? <laughs> I can't. It, the word brewery in general brewery, is pretty tough. Yeah,
1: Brewery. It's fun to, it's fun to say. Special day. Very special day. Honestly. (laughs) Very surprising day. Was surprising in that, like,
0: who believes we got here? Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm with you on that. I'm with you there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you ever think? Just have you ever? Have you ever thought? (laughs) (laughs) a question for you Mm. when we did our 50th episode we we said something at the end about maybe we'll see you at 100 or here's to 50 more or something like that did you have any thoughts about the longevity of what was going on
1: not really but it just doesn't seem like it's been long enough it's been there you go uh it just doesn't feel like it's been 50 episodes you handed me that one since that La- since we
0: said that, like that, it just doesn't feel like we've been doing this for two years. Well, what's crazy to me is the time that we started to the time that we made our 50th feels so much longer. That took an eternity. And I think it's because we spent
1: every day pretty much for the first very large portion of those 50 episodes wondering if if, if this <laughs> was going to do anything at all. I'm going to crack
0: my booch. Oh, is this not your homemade boot with your weird, weird scab thing? It's not a scab; it's a scoby,
1: and mm, it's it is still fermenting. It's almost about ready to bottle, but it's not quite, not quite there. Doesn't have that tartness yet.
0: How long does it take?
1: It depends. There's a few factors that can go into it, like depending on the temperature of your house and and how strong, like your starter liquid was, and and all of that jazz. But. Anywhere from, I think on average, like six to 12 days. You got to grow the
0: scab out completely first or?
1: No, you really don't even have to have one of those. You can use starter liquid, but I like Mm -hmm. to have one because it's like my little friend.
0: I'm so uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) It's my little kitchen thing. I'm so proud of it. And it's just like this little thing in my kitchen that I grew. um,
0: I completely, I completely, I completely understand. I I don't know. I I have this sick fascination where I just want to squeeze it.
1: You, you say that, and I get that, but once you actually touch it, I don't think you could physically close your hand around it. I just don't think you'd want to. I just don't think that the desire would be there anymore. Disgusting.
0: (laughs) Are you still, um, thrown into your existential spiral about this, about our 100th? No, not too bad. Mm -hmm. Not too bad. Honestly, the
1: world is so bad now that yes. this doesn't
0: even bother me at this point. So before we get started, we have to say some stuff that needs to be said. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people on all kinds, all all the social media say something that really resonated with me. It's, it's like silence right now speaks louder than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I've taken that to heart. We're definitely not a news resource. so we're not here to report on uh, right. many of you already
1: know what's going on mm-hmm. right now. Uh, you you really can't not because it's a very important topic that is once again, and hopefully this time with some actual change mm-hmm. is a topic that is on people's it's on people's tongues again, you know, in the forefront. it's something that always, is important and is always something to stand up for. But as we know, movements are very cyclical in today's mm-hmm. society. But there is beauty to the bravery that's going on out there right now to move this forward again, and hopefully this time in a way that makes more people wake up and realize that this is yeah. important.
0: I-, I saw someone phrase it like this. They said, find your language of change. And that's something I've been thinking about a lot is find your way of supporting and, and it doesn't have to be the same as everyone else's. We obviously are are really lucky in that we get to use this platform and we get to reach yeah. a lot of people.
1: And and it kind of, you know, to pounce off of that, we just need to be vigilant moving forward and making sure that this doesn't only come up again when something bad happens. That's, that's the worst thing, you know, and it's easy to do to get complacent again, especially with, honestly, the privilege that you and I have mm-hmm. to... Forget about it, you know. In the sense, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's just out of sight, out of mind, because
0: we have that privilege to be able yeah. to say that. Unfortunately, and and I think it's important that we acknowledge that. So many people mm-hmm. get really offended by that. There's a lot of power in saying that this is something that I have and I recognize. Now, what am I going to do with it? I, I don't know. I feel like we could almost do a whole separate thing to talk about our thoughts and feelings um, on this, but we really wanted to just step in and say that we stand with you guys and um, we really hope that you find that language of change. And
1: I think that that's a really good way to to put that. I really like that, you know, Mm -hmm. and I've seen some people conflicted about going out to, you know, protest right now with COVID-19, you know, and it's like, well, if that's, you know, if you're concerned about that or if you have health issues or anyone Mm -hmm. that you know has health issues, donate, there's places Mm -hmm. all over. You can do, there's things like, there's always something you can do and don't be, afraid to do so. Yeah. Um, And I I think that's really it. And seeing the mobilization going on is heartening. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's such a big problem. And I, I, like, I, I, this has stuck with me forever and I've never really stopped thinking about it. But, like, it's, it just makes me mad when you hear people say that it's just like, oh, this isn't really as common an issue as it's being made out to be. I have never really gotten over This in the sense that it just really blew me away. And it's it checked that privilege that I have. Mm -hmm. I was on a college speaking trip once. And we went to Chicago. And we had two black kids on the team. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so we flew out of Little Rock Airport went through TSA, everybody got through, everybody got through, and we had no idea where the other two guys were. And just them two had been pulled aside, were getting searched, mm-hmm. and the whole deal, the, everything, you know, and I just that was a serious moment for me. And that was so I've never forgotten it. And it, it just really resonated. And it, it said everything that you needed to know, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. there in that moment. And it's what I always think of when it's just like, oh, well, you know, it's like, it's not really that. And it's like, no, it is that bad. It yeah, is that
0: fucking bad. Absolutely. And and the fact that like, that's, that's sobering when something like that happens. Mm-hmm. I think it's really sobering. And it just points to the fact that a lot of people don't realize, and I think it is because of this privilege that a lot of people want to ignore, or they want to act like they don't have when they do, or, or something mm-hmm. like that. You got to cut through that and see that this is, this is a, this is systemic. Uh, and there's a lot to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, but we do as always want to be a place that you guys can come and feel safe and have a good time, even when there are serious things happening in the world. So check out our uh, Facebook page. We did a group spell and I think that we should also maybe post some resources for people who want to tangibly do what they can, you know, um, so check that out. You guys know our socials. We say them all the time.
1: All the time, y'all have heard many variations of them.
0: Uh, over a like hundred episodes. <laughs> yeah. So with that, it's our one hundredth episode of the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour.
1: You're goddamn right. It is.
0: I love a good GD. A well placed GD is is one of my favorite. What is your favorite? use of a swear
1: it's 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 the gd or a good a good
0: good cunt yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm realizing that maybe this is a problem but i love a really well again it's the timing it's all about timing for me a good well placed bitch oh is is
1: (laughs) you know what i also love that's not a swear word but to me it's worse than the actual swear it, butthole
0: butthole is so much worse butthole so much worse. is so much worse and can you do you remember how much people used to say butthole when we were kids all the time you butthole. butthole and now like nobody the butthole says
1: surfers oh gross
0: <laughs> nobody says look you know what we need to make merch that says bring butthole back oh my god do you like that because i kind of like that
1: <laughs> instead of like we're bringing sexy back we're bringing butthole we're bringing, back, bringing butthole
0: back. <laughs> what, okay let us know would anybody be interested in that who cares we're gonna make some <laughs>
1: One of my favorite things ever, I will still think of Morgan from Marrow and Moss. He, he put up a profile picture and he was wearing like this trucker hat. And I will still think of it and chuckle and embroidered oh, on the trucker hat. It yeah. said, show me that butthole. And I not stop <laughs> laughing at it. That, that's the
0: word that makes it. Show me that butthole. <laughs> you know, because something that said like, show me your, that would have been too much offensive you know it's just, not, it's it's almost like a loop, yeah. just like a brush of oh
1: show me that butthole show me that butthole
0: that's disgusting and i hate it and i love it okay so that's what
1: we need on our fanny pack we're bringing butthole back is what needs to be on butthole the fanny pack back. the hole can be our cauldron logo the, the o
0: and hole could be our little cauldron logo Dude, what if we okay what about pit- like leggings great and then right where the ass is is the. Can little, we just
1: only start rolling out horrible merch?
0: Yes! So I only would real pet listeners are yes. gonna even go for it. And and of course we'll keep the, the classic cauldron logo stuff. We'll keep that there for normal people. Mm-hmm. But everything else is just gonna be bean prints and buttholes
1: <laughs> yeah if you if you want a crop top of liquidy beans repeating over and over again you've come to the right place
0: intent mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. hint hint <laughs> today we are going to day. you know what oh that was a good one for the 100th let's bring back all the old all the old oh stuff. a will chock full it let's do yeah, it let's bring let's the memes it.
1: back let's tra- <laughs> Let's bring Butthole back. Charlie, big news. We got big news. This is an episode of of big news. Are you ready for it? I have I have to tell you something big hot take, warm tip, all of the news. We're doing a big ass giveaway.
0: Oh my goodness, tell me more. I need to know. Is there just gonna be one winner? No.
1: <laughs> Talking, we've made it to three digits. There's gonna be three winners, okay? Seven makers. Slow. Seven. seven. That takes more than one hand to count with fingers. Seven makers who have partnered with us for Listen, this
0: giveaway. Seven plus three. Because we're in the three digits now. If you take three and you add it to seven, it gives you ten. And that's almost one hundred if you put another zero at the end. Wow, with you can't argue
1: with that logic.
0: Insert X files, think music.
1: We're going to tell you about what is going to be included in this giveaway and the makers that are including it. I'll take, I'll start. We have RDO Artisanals, friend of the show, been around since the beginning of my real witch existence and uh, kind of yours too, <laughs> in a way. They have included in their bundle that they sent us a smoke cleansing bundle, a candle, bug off spray that's made out of essential oils and it's great stuff a copper necklace, and their midsummer
0: tea blend. That is all from Ardeo Artisanals. We have the wonderful, the irreplaceable Pablo's Lotus. Pablo's Lotus is supplying loose dried sage that she grows herself, flower moon tea, white light tonic, a small quartz crystal, and the real hero in Macy's life right now that uh, every time I talk to her, she's screaming at me to get some. It's called Nectar. You put it on your face and it fixes your entire life.
1: Fixes your face. It will change your whole your whole you, your whole thing. Your whole existence will alter. It's amazing. Can't talk about it enough. You're going to get addicted, so good luck with that whoever wins it. It's in an adorable little fish bottle, her little sample. It's in a little plastic. You're going to use all of that fish and you're going to need more. And good good luck with that because it's a journey. But your face will look so good. (laughs) So along with that, we have Joy Tara, who we've talked about on the show before, friend of the show. Uh, She kindly made us those absolutely beautiful mugs that really went uh, kind of with our practice. And she included these really beautiful elements into them that made them very unique to us. And so she's making this really precious. It's like a spoon rest for your kitchen. It's glazed and it's beautiful. And it says Kitchen Witch and it has little herbs and whatnot uh, pressed into it. It's absolutely precious. So we will have some pictures up of that as well.
0: Up next, we have somebody you've heard us speak about before. That is Bright Witch Brews coming in strong with two large tea tins. We've got Blue Moon and we have Midnight Cauldron. Blue Moon being the... uh unofficial mascot of the Wobok oven, taking it by storm.
1: It really has. I mean, I swear I see it all of the time, listeners just posting about getting their their beautiful bright witch brews teas. And they're just really, we can't explain to you how incredible they are. You're going to you're going to love it. So much. We will also have two Wicked Witch Co. candles. These are two 12-ounce candles, one of them being rosemary sage and the other one being lemongrass. And these are essential oil soy candles. They burn so slow and they make your room smell really your whole house smell so good. They've been they've been a friend of the show for a good long while. They've been very kind to us, and we we can't wait to to know whoever wins these and have y'all just rave about them because they're amazing.
0: So the lemongrass candle in particular knocked me so flat on my ass with how amazing it was and how just pure and clean and and just oh my god it smells so great can't talk enough about those candles (laughs) next up we have the real witch that is jordan with moonlight's apothecary moonlight's apothecary is going to be giving away a soap a candle a potion a bath brew all within the White Witch scent line.
1: I uh, I wanted to read her a little bit, uh, kind of explaining what she made this for, so you can understand the product's purpose. Uh, she, and this is directly from her, so it says, The heart of a White Witch is one of purity, a completely selfless being full of unconditional love. The White Witch casts healing on others, wherever they may travel, upon strangers, friends, or family alike. Connection to Source is in constant motion, gifting
0: the White Witch with wisdom, peace,
1: and light energy.
0: And rounding up the giveaway is none other than Clever Kim's Curios. That's right. Clever Kim's Curios. We have a little bit more to say about her in uh, a few moments. In all seriousness, y'all have got to see this. Um, Like Mae said, we were slightly tempted to be like, ah, this (laughs) never made it. Oops. And then just skip town and and just own this beautiful piece of, of jewelry from Clever Kim's.
1: Our gift to all of you is that each one will be also including one of the Hearth Wisdom
0: Curiously Curated boxes that we raved about. I like how you phrase that, our gift to you. Hmm. It's like old infomercials, you know. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't like it, send it back. But keep the pin as our gift to you. (laughs) 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 If you are interested in this giveaway and you should be. Check us out on our social media pages. You can find those at our website, wbahpodcast.com, or in the show notes below. Macy, how could I get in on this action? Can I, can I please be one of the three winners?
1: If you want to be one of the three winners you can send an email to contests with an s contests at wbah You can send one email a day each one will count as a new vote and please include the word giveaway in the subject
0: of the email we want to say thank you very much for being here for 100 episodes supporting wabah supporting what we do supporting each other supporting these creators So much support, and we can't thank you enough. All right, so
1: that said, do you want to hop into some questions? Let's get back
0: to it. Let's jump right back in. (laughs) So we have put over on our Facebook, just a little Ask Us Anything session. We're going to reflect. We're going to talk about 100 episodes. We're going to just see what comes out of our bodies and how do you want to do this do you just want to? (laughs) do you want to just start at the top and work our way down or do you want to roll for roll an electric dice okay i was counting how many now i'm going to go to (laughs) electricdice.com
1: is it really that (laughs) no so it's not just me it is an
0: electric dice (laughs) electric the electric is what makes that so fucking funny to me are you ready for our first question? Mm-hmm. This comes from uh, Raylene. I'm just coming to the end of binging the entire series. Thank you so much. Wow. And I'm trying so hard to get to 99 before the 100th comes out. What witchy books would you ladies recommend for day to day study? I have to immediately off the bat go with the good witch's guide. Uh,
1: yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, energy medicine. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, and, and that book almost isn't a textbook format in its own way. It's just, it's made for reference. It's made for over and over again, earmark it, put post-its, put highlighter and shit. Like it's a perfect daily reference guide.
0: I would also say, now this is a little bit more personal practice than general knowledge. Uh, but I've really been enjoying the book, uh, Backwoods Witchcraft You've talked about that book several times. It's less reference, so it's less like s- spell ideas or meanings of things. And it's just really interesting to learn about the the conjure magic of Appalachia. Yeah, which uh, is
1: especially interesting since that's our roots.
0: Yes, for sure. Honestly, that's why I was so interested in it and I wanted to and just the more we get into it the more I see ties that come from our family and of course specifically with Mama Minnie, you know, but mm-hmm. also just more things that have been passed down. I'm like, "Oh, My God, we've been doing this for a long time. Uh And I just really like it. By the way, Appalachia or Appalachia?
1: So I've heard locals to the area say Appalachia. But everybody around here says Appalachia or Appalachia. Mm. Um, But people I know closer to that area that lived around there, I've heard Appalachia. I don't like it. (laughs) Oh, Appalachia just sounds posh. Um, but oh something gosh. about Appalachia is fun to say, because I like to make that flat A. It's like, oh, yeah, it's Appalachia.
0: Appalachia.
1: Appalachia.
0: <laughs> Macy, there's another question. I'm sure there is. This comes from Liz. It says, how has doing the podcast influenced your life and practice? All of I it. am more tired. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I am always stressed out. <laughs> <so>. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I realize there's not enough time in a day
0: <laughs> all of those things while true I, I actually have you ever been stressed in a good way?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: that's kind of how I feel about it. uh we do have to keep eyes on a lot of things we do have to it, and I'm talking specifically like the businessy side of it and yeah. the making sure we put out content on a you know get you the research and all that stuff you can't make excuses
1: like that's the thing. it's like we're in it this deep now like We have an obligation at this point, you know, and it's like, it it can get tiring.
0: Yeah, it really can. Just like any other thing that you do. I mean, even things you love, you can wake up and be like, oh, I don't want it today. (laughs) (laughs) But then on the flip side of that, sometimes I'll just be sitting there thinking, I'll be like, damn, we did that. Uh, Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. It's it's definitely more joy uh, Mm -hmm. than anything else. Uh, And and I think, too, I've grown in my practice significantly because of it. And, and, you know, while I don't have maybe as much time to sit and do notes on my own, Mm -hmm. the discipline Mm -hmm. that's come with having to do this week after week has made it now that I I just – I know a little bit about so many things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy that. Like, I have a whole drawer full of herbs and shit and, like, this, you know, getting (gasps) – Getting ready for my spell, you know, the, the community spell that we're doing. I had just had everything I needed. It was like 14 things. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you, I need you. I need you. And I was free, just free balling. Yeah. Like
0: completely and on my own. If you remember, this is a wild moment. We talked about this specific moment. And we talked about, won't it be cool one day when you're just picking things off a shelf that yeah. you know how yeah. to use and, you know, things like that. So um, that's really cool to see that come full circle.
1: It is. Yeah. Uh, And I think another one, too, is that through this podcast, we have just gotten to meet every kind of witch. And that's so cool. You know, like people have we've just gotten a taste of so many different types of practices. Mm -hmm. And we've pulled from that and have Mm -hmm. figured out this here and this there. And I don't know. I think overall, it's had a major, major influence.
0: That's that's a huge part of it, too, is the people, you know, you guys that listen and the guys we get to meet. Uh, that sounds like I'm in college. The guys we get to meet, <laughs> the people we get to meet uh when we do, you know, events and do the the shows and things like that. That stands out to me as um,
1: like oh, that's I know what you mean. So
0: special, you know. So. I miss it. Yeah, yeah. It has been a while. It has been. I've decided that I, since it's the 100 episode, I'm going to get you 100 times. Is that
1: right? <laughs> We and I. Uh, here's another thing. I never thought we would be spending our 100th episode separate. First oh, yeah. of all, uh, that's a whole thing. But because of that, we are using a recording software called mm-hmm. Squadcast mm-hmm. to allow us to record in in real time. And uh, we pick names. You get to pick the name for your guest. And so yes. we just do mostly dick themed. You were, yeah buttery soft nipples what were you, lady soft lady puffy puppy nips? nips yes that's yeah. right come on now yeah and
0: you, you yeah. at one point where peter pepper dick
1: peter pepper i um,
0: forgot about peter Pepperdick. east down and, if, and dick east down and dick was a classic Mwah. chef kiss normal podcasts might name it something like "Which bitch amateur hour and the guests like first and last name but no mm-hmm. not us no, not us we're children <laughs> Okay, this comes from Ollie. Ollie says, what branches of magic have you come across whilst researching for the show that have really piqued your interest? Conjure, immediately.
1: Yeah, for sure. Conjure. Yeah. Uh, all different kinds, because you get different beautiful flares from all the mm-hmm. different types of regional conjure magics and things like that. And I just love all of it. To me, it's It's practical. Mm-hmm. It makes sense applications of things. I always will read and be like, oh, yeah, I fucking get that. That makes sense. That makes and sense. it feels
0: right mm-hmm. in every way. It just feels right. Natural. I have to agree wholeheartedly. Oh, Jessica says, I'm busy binging, but I loved the 50th episode. I'm so grateful to have found this podcast and this group. Can't wait to hear the 100th. Thank you so much. This comes from Kate. What is life like in the mundane world for you ladies? And when do you use magic or perform spells? That's a good question.
1: Because, like, I think about this a lot. And, like, and by no means do I think that we are celebrities. Like, whoa. But, you know, when you see, like, personalities, you know, people who that you follow, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think it's very easy for us to put them on a pedestal and not assume that they're immensely normal people. Yeah. And so I just really like this question in that regard, because my mundane life is pretty fucking mundane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and it's something we've touched on before on the podcast. But sometimes with the influence of social media, of course, which we are now a part of, yeah. it's it's hard to separate the fact that not everybody is like all the time the the fact that the majority of people the majority of time are completely mundane you know uh when it can look like oh my god they're just living this magical lifestyle all the time it's
1: yeah, like walking around shooting spells out of <laughs> everywhere <lineup>. it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's just not what's happening like 95 percent of the time i mean and that's not counting me talking to trees which i don't count as part of witchcraft because see who i am so if you add all that in it's all the time
0: good point because what i would say the percentage of my mundane life i'd be like yeah 95 percent sounds fair somebody from the outside looking in might be like mm, you know 70 30
1: yeah like so that that's you know like leaving things to the fae and and all of that, talking to trees and just mindfulness, just sitting alone with no phone and no distractions and just thinking. I do that a fair amount. But, like, in regards to actual spell work, mm-hmm. it's not – I'll, I'll smoke cleanse, you know, decently, regularly. But a big-ass spell, like, one that I'm putting serious work into that I know is, like, it's not even a question it's going to work. It's, like, it's going to work. I know. Uh, maybe six times a year, eight times a year Really? for the big boys, you know, I'll do little things here and there, read runes and whatnot. But like my, like, for example, my jar spell, like when I called in elementals and mm-hmm. shit like that, I don't do that too often. I do it when I feel called to. And I do it when I wake up because I do spells at dawn because I, I just work with the sun. I don't really have much of a connection with the moon other than she keeps me up.
0: Your moon um,
1: is here. I know
0: dawn. I
1: know. But like, I will sometimes just wake up at, you know, daybreak and just know what I'm going to do. I know what the purpose of it is. I know what materials I need. I know who I need to call in. I know exactly what to do. And I follow that. Um, But the rest, I don't like to do magic if it's forced. Mm. I really don't. I'm very intuitive with that and natural with that. And if I'm not feeling it, I almost feel like I'm doing more harm than good because it's just, Half assery, and I feel like being half assed in magic, it's not necessarily dangerous, but it's just not good. It's not good habit. I, I guess, think it's, it's what I mean.
0: yeah, it feels very non effective. To
1: me. Yeah. And you know, so I uh that's it's not super common. But I guess I do witchy shit all the time. I made cascaria last night mm-hmm. out of my fucking chicken eggs. Mm-hmm. And you know, things like that. And I smoke cleanse the house because everything's heavy. The whole world is heavy. Mm-hmm. And whatnot. But I guess it's become so normal for me. I don't count that anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to ask yourself, where do you draw the line between everyday habitings like what you've just worked into your mundane life? Because mm-hmm. for me, i a lot of my mundane life is things that i i I've brought over from the magic side of things, uh especially in the kitchen. you know if there was ever th- anything that I was tied to maybe the most as far as tools or things goes, it's gotta be like herbs and yeah 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 like yeah I, a, a lot of that I don't really think about anymore, like this again, I hate to reference it for the four hundredth time four hundredth time, but like the cinnamon in the, in the coffee in the mornings,
1: exactly, yeah, yeah. I'd say, you know, if I'm really thinking about it, it's probably 25, 75. Yeah. Not counting talking to trees because that's really going to skew shit, but like everything else. <laughs> I'd say 25% I'm on. And mm-hmm. then 75% I'm just a normal fucking person and I wear myself out at work and I spent probably too much time a couple nights a week binging Netflix, vegging out to to handle
0: the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree completely. 100%. One, one thing that we do kind of differ on, and I think it's interesting. And I would like to talk a little bit more on this later, just how you and I, and we've, we've spoken on it before, are incredibly similar and also very different. Uh, and the ways that we've kind of learned that about each other is is very cool. And um, However, for me, it's sort of the opposite when it comes to spell work. I have found that the small everyday stuff is a little bit – I don't want to say hard for me to upkeep, um, but I do have to work more at it. I do have to stop and think, wait, I'm cleaning a room. I might as well go and get some room spray and do a little bit of spiritual work as well. Oh, so yeah,
1: that's normal for me. Yeah. But I don't even think about it anymore, you know, as being yeah. like a weird thing that other people
0: don't do. <laughs> yeah. And and I have to kind of remind myself, oh, shit, go grab your tools and do this another way. However, spell work, I will do once every three days or something. Wow, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and that's something that I would like to be a little more conscious about maybe is to work things in on the daily because I used to be – very daily focused and i would do a card draw every day and i would make sure to learn a little bit about xyz every day and and i would like to get back to that uh Mm -hmm. however i just feel like uh spell work is kind of where i feel in my element i guess yeah interesting oh Melissa. melissa sweet
1: melissa
0: says do you Says, do you think you will ever have an episode with your spouses? Yes. Would love to hear their <laughs> perspective slash input. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Why have we not done that throughout quarantine? Do you know how much malarkey and Hunter would enjoy seeing each other through the screen?
0: And there was this this thing that we've talked about with Patreons, where there was a whole series with our dudes.
1: Oh. When, and, when things are semi-normal again, at least. Yes. That's getting picked up again
0: um we kind of put it on the back burner for various reasons and then for very obvious reasons we haven't been able to do it but there there might be a whole a whole series with the hot boys one of these days the hot boys the hot boys uh but you know to just do a separate episode you know what might be fun have listeners get, do questions exactly i was just saying i was just thinking that we could have a whole thread Have y'all submit questions for them. That could be
1: our two-year episode. We'll do the Q&A for the 100th, and we'll do them with us for the two-year.
0: I feel like my eyeballs looked different directions when you said that. (laughs) Since you said that on the bonus episode, I've said that in my own head so many times. Uh, Yeah, okay, wow, I really like that. By the way, guys, our two-years episode is coming up in two weeks?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, 100 and 102.
0: This is from Jenny. Jenny says... What do you think Mama Minnie would think of Jim more seriously what are your ideal recording locations I think she would think it was frivolous silly, silliness
1: I, I, I don't sorry. think I don't think she'd have much patience for it to be no, honest. And no. I don't think she would have much patience for Jim mm-hmm. I think she'd sweep her sweep him right off her stoop is mm-hmm. what I think mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah th- there's not much more to it than I think that maybe an eye roll would happen Mm-hmm. of course i've never I've never uh in life met the woman,
1: but I feel like one time he tells her to use his own yeast to rise some sourdough over
0: her shit- i think she'd kick him right out i she, think she gets the wooden spoon out of the drawer and if you're mm-hmm. from the south, you know what that means you run <laughs> <laughs> uh all right the second part of that is more seriously what slash where are your ideal ideal recording locations? That's fun. Now, there's a couple of ways to look at this. Are we talking about places we would like to go do episodes at?
1: That's a good idea. Because I was thinking, like, I was, like, planning a room in my head. No,
0: that's, that's exactly where I started. An actual studio, one of these days, I would love it if that happened. To just have a I, room with, like, um, noise cancellation and... I would yeah. want to
1: give it the aesthetic of, like, a cozy fucking, like, medieval study. Bitch like leather chairs, yeah. just that medieval feel to
0: it. Was I just I would I would be about that. Candles and shit. We're not saying anything formally. We're not coming out and promising this in any way shape or form. So please don't take it this way, but we have in the past toyed with the idea of moving at some point to a visual format. So, to have a room with some kind of some kind of setup to it. You know, like it's a aesthetic. set. Uh, that, that sounds really exciting to me. Um, you know, and we'd have to play with what to do. Like I, I just see this idea of splitting the room in half and half of it is like your decoration and your things. And the other half is like mine. And we just have these two separate ass. I love that. (laughs) Um, but if we're talking about places we'd want to do episodes, I gotta, I mean, I hate to be stereotypical, but I gotta say Salem.
1: Of course. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That would be such an honor mm. to to go there and do that. I would love to do. I would love to go to the uh, Edinburgh Fire Festival
0: mm-hmm.
1: and do a. We could just fucking couple day show there. Oh god. And, I just think that would be amazing. and document, you know, what we experienced and who we met and saw and and just film
0: everything and then together. We'd probably have to get somebody who's like good at video editing and just be like, you do this. (laughs) But um yeah, no, that would be fantastic. And I know last year, I think we said maybe by this time we'll go out to Salem and we'll have that road trip, and we're still planning on it. And um, it's unfair of me to pin it all on COVID because that's. However, it's still it's still on the docket, you guys. Just it's keep there. keep waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea says, "Do you have a favorite witchy tool?" That's tough.
1: My smoke fan. Mm is up there but also my runes you know and even though I don't use them I use them more to read for other people and Mm -hmm. but I'm very connected to them so that's tough that's tough to to pick between those two and my bathtub I'm gonna count that
0: yeah no I think that's fair uh I have a couple some of some of them are very practical like my my, here's my practical okay my dehydrator
1: oh yeah I didn't even think yes
0: I have some herbs dehydrating right now that I got from my garden yesterday and um I'm very excited about that. Also jars. Oh my god. Oh my god. I have no more room. <laughs> and I saw when we were kind of first starting this I saw all the memes about jars and witches in their jars and jars this and jars that and I was just like, "Man, I don't have any jars." I have more jars now. I've just saved my jelly jars. How about you realize how much shit comes in glass jars and uh, bottles. I had a bottle of tequila that we, f- you know, cleared out the other day cause it's quarantine and you know, it's so beautiful and I can't wait to clean it and like put oil in it and like mm-hmm. put some of my herbs and shit in it. I love containers because I love to make my own things.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's that's liberating. Uh, yes.
0: And that's why I, I like to, to have, um, Options on that. But as far as, like, a tool, (sighs) I'm not a wand person. I'm very much of the belief that we were born with the wand. No, yeah, I use my hands. Yeah. I'll break out the broom every once and again.
1: Mm -hmm. Your besom?
0: Yes. The besom? Biasom. Besom.
1: beans,
0: Barney. (laughs) (laughs) Bratwurst. Bamboozled, boozled Bram Stoker. Brimstone. <laughs> Brewski. Butthole. <laughs> oh, I can't be butthole. We're bringing all the memes back, man. All right. Um, <laughs> Rachel says, what topic have you covered that you would like to revisit? Sage. <laughs> <laughs> whoa sorry for that laugh uh i just <clears throat> laughed because i know you've said that to me in our day-to-day life
1: so, i have so I- many regrets about that episode i have so many regrets i was i didn't know anything
0: <laughs> you know my favorite part of that episode is in the very beginning you say something about i'm gonna talk about i think maybe black sea one of the sages you said you were gonna talk about and then we never got around to it <laughs>
1: I just don't even understand. I <laughs> I was woefully unprepared and did not know nearly enough. But I think, you know, in a weird way, that Sage is like the first step through the threshold for mm. so... And it was just another example for that. You know, like we didn't really know, what did you say, dick about shit?
0: Yeah, yeah, um,
1: exactly. I mean, and I just, there's so much that you learn through being in the community for a while. And I do want to highlight and say, that episode is a perfect example why you should educate don't discriminate. Yes. Because there were things saying. I did not know that mm-hmm. I wish I did, for instance, like, you know, the use of white sage belonging, mm-hmm. you know, primarily or resulting from certain cultures mm-hmm. and respect that needs to go to that, things like that. I did not know, yeah. you know, use of, you know, potentially the the, the word smudge, mm-hmm. uh, things I had no clue, you know, and uh, you don't know about these things until later on when you're taught it by somebody else, yeah. usually through mistake. Um, so that's just, I hope that episode in some way is an example of that, that yeah. shows, you know, like, look, you can grow from this. This is not always just pr- intentional ignorance. It's yeah. accidental ignorance.
0: And I'm so glad. I'm so glad you touched on that. I'm very, very, very glad you touched on that because I, I just want to take this moment to say we appreciate the community, you know, that you guys make up so much because very few have been the times where people say something, you know, um, aggressively. Yeah. Or, you know, been like, "You, you know, you're fucking stupid. You can't say this or whatever. Yeah. Uh very few has has very seldom has that happened and most of the time people say, Here's XYZ, here's my link to my sources, here's some resources. Uh you know, very, very thought out stuff. Uh and I know several things that we've kind of learned about. And I think that's cool because that was kind of like the point of this whole podcast, you know? Yeah. We're we said it in the first episode. We're gonna fuck up. And we and we have. And we've learned. You know. Mm -hmm. Uh so that that's that's very cool. Uh Let's see. As far as topics to revisit, I'm not sure, because I feel like in a lot of ways, we are going to revisit a lot of episodes. Yeah. And my personal favorite episodes are the ones where we, like, I enjoyed the gatekeeping episode. Yeah. You know, Uh and I enjoyed very much just the, the ones that are a little bit more open ended like that. And then, of course, as we come along and learn, I would, however, just like you said, I would like a redo on a couple of those early episodes. I, I realized I have this this tendency to say, I'm going to talk about this kind of stone and it's rose quartz, but I hadn't talked about quartz yet, you know? Yeah. Or, um, <laughs> that's happened a few times. I'm going to talk about black salt, but I've not talked about how you can use regular everyday salt.
1: <laughs> that's the one I was thinking was we did black salt before normal salt. <laughs>
0: so um maybe a little bit of a redo on that would be uh it should happen
1: it should happen we'll call them 2.0 it's like we'll do a sage 2.0 and they'll just be little reboots um
0: it's reboots that's what just we'll start over (laughs) (laughs) we'll just call them let's try this again (laughs) all right this question comes from ashton how long do you hope to keep going Please say forever. Thank you, for first of all, for that. I guess as long
1: as people like us and until we piss someone off.
0: Look, for right now, we don't have to. Until Bush's any... Bean sues us. That's how long. <laughs> and we have to actually give over all of our equipment and- <laughs> They take our microphones. <laughs> they slap us on the wrist. Bad. <laughs> Uh, We have no plans as of right now for stopping. How's that? No, there you go. Megan says, what is your favorite part of your personal practice that you feel comfortable sharing? There's not much that I don't feel comfortable sharing.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, And I feel like I've shared most of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I get a little strange when it comes to pictures of my altar.
1: I understand that.
0: You know, yeah. Sometimes I'm looking at it and I'm so proud because it's... So representative of what I'm feeling at that moment, uh, or I will dress it up very nice for celebration of something in particular, like Sawin or, or something. And there's this moment of like, oh, I should take a picture of this. This is really cool. But then I think like, no, that's not that's not necessarily what this is here for. Yeah. Uh, so that's I mean. that's something that I feel very personal, not private, but a little personal about favorite part what's your favorite part of your practice
1: um that's tough to say i do a lot of mindfulness work Mm -hmm. and i guess that's what some of my meditations and revelations that i have i'm not comfortable sharing Mm -hmm. because one they're fucking wacky Mm -hmm. as hell (laughs) but they're also deeply personal i mean that stuff's coming from like your life force Mm -hmm. you know and so it's like sometimes maybe you should just kind of keep that close to your chest i also won't say my spirit name uh or my witch name that's something that i've just it's i got it i I read something that's like you know you're given this name and it's pretty much like if you say it it's ruined
0: kind well, of a deal we also have a history of things being ruined because they were spoken when they weren't supposed to be yeah um and if you don't know what i'm referring to listen to our very first episode um yeah so i understand that I'm very much waiting to have some kind of revelation as far as a like a like a name. Good. I'm excited for that. It uh, hasn't happened yet. However, I, I think the favorite part of my practice is just spirit communication. You know, and yeah. coming around to something that I used to be afraid of and something that used to very much scare me, especially at night when you would see things or hear things, depending on what is going on. To kind of see the growth that I personally have made from getting really scared to the point of like sleeping with all the lights on and being like, I don't know what's happening. Am I going Mm. insane? To just kind of rolling over and being like, y'all be quiet. (laughs) Hey, Brad, what's up? Yeah. Uh, So that's really, that's my favorite.
1: I like that. I guess guess mine is in a similar but not really vein, but it's plant communication Mm -hmm. and not even just trees, just knowing, you know, I can kind of put my hands on my plants and Mm -hmm. shut my eyes and feel them and know what they need. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I really love being able to do that. And it's just kind of like what you were saying. It's once you start enabling it that you Mm -hmm. you get better at it. And now when I'm planting seeds, I'm pretty much channeling my energy through my hands Mm -hmm. to give them a little extra. And my palms all winter in the house, like I'd walk by them and give them like a quick little like Hey, how you doing? They'd be like, oh, "Yeah, I'm fine." You know, thanks for asking. You know, and it just—I appreciate that so much. And just two, three years ago, I would have thought that that is the biggest woo bullshit that you could ever imagine.
0: You know, we need to also come around. We need to circle back to that, because mm-hmm. uh, that's a whole conversation in itself. But again, I like this expression from from each of us. You, with your very root chakra based communication. There you go. Yeah. You know, and on my side, talking to ghosts. However, it's sort of the same. It's not the same, you know know what I mean? Um, So uh, there's a lot of ways that we've learned about each other so much over these past two years. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. (laughs) We've
1: learned a lot about each other (laughs) over the past couple years.
0: Let's talk about that. (laughs) Nothing... Is off
1: limits between us, but many things are off limits as to what can get recorded. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Remember when we went, uh, we were at your house, yes. and then the recording got fucked up, and we lost 45 minutes, and we were like, honestly, that's for the best that there's no record of that anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're telling our oh,
0: life stories. We hadn't. Uh, seen each other, I feel like, in a little while. It might have been when we recorded three episodes in one go, so we yeah. haven't seen each other for a long time. We got together, and we had a bottle of wine between the two of us. Yeah, we did. Too much Oh, yeah. God, I would love to hear that, though, just for me and you.
1: Yeah, once, and then delete it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have no idea what I was talking about. I don't either.
1: <laughs> we got big news, Mace. Big news and we got to talk we actually got a break from these very important questions to talk about it
0: breaking news we're here to talk to you about the one and the only clever kim's curios clever kim's curios makes
1: jewelry as unique as those drawn to it featured on shows such as charmed the orville and vampire diaries this worn art is not just drawn from nature but features the power and beauty of nature
0: Kim uses ethically sourced bones and stones and is inspired by magic in the moon. All of her pieces resonate with innate energy and grace. Her silver is mostly recycled and she uses responsibly sourced fair trade gemstones from a U.S.-based supplier. Find a perfect piece of
1: jewelry to harmonize with your inner witch. Check out CleverKimsCurios.com and you can find her on Instagram at
0: CleverKimsCurios. Mama Kim has offered the Wabeans a special discount of, hold on to your asses, 20% off for the entire duration of our giveaway with the code WBAH100. That's WBAH100.
1: For times beyond the giveaway, Mama Kim is so good to all of us. She will still have a 10% off code that you can use, and that is all caps, no space, witchy bitches to get
0: 10% off of your order. Not only is she good to us, uh, can we talk about how she is an OG, Wobean? Uh, and she's totally we were thinking about it like possibly our very first listener.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't rule it out. Like I mean really, she has been with us since the beginning. She's become a friend to us and uh we just couldn't be more mm. happy that she's sponsoring our 100th episode.
0: Beautiful human being, beautiful jewelry. Please check her out. That's Clara Kim's Curios. We will link in the show notes. If you want to find the show notes and you don't listen on an app that uh makes that easy for you, go to our website wbahpodcast.com or on pretty much any social media that we have. We will link to her. You will find her. We will make sure that you find her. (laughs) We will show up. We'll have Jim show up on your doorstep and deliver you a card with her information on it. It'll be
1: all blurry and wet. You won't even be able to read it.
0: (laughs) Just a sneezed on napkin. Really. (sighs) Uh, All right. Let's get back. Let's get back to these questions. (laughs) I have one from Rose, which I love the name Rose. I do too. What is your favorite witchy thing that you share with slash include your husband's? And uh, there's actually a comment to this from Jer that says, I would love to hear about this too. I just started my practice and I've included my boyfriend and little sister in the wheel of the year holidays. Um, Let's see. Would love to hear how you bring outsiders into your practice.
1: Cute. The way you Wheel said of that.
0: the Year <laughs> sounds so bitchy. <laughs> I
1: meant it. <laughs> uh, the Wheel of the Year holidays of Sabbaths is a great one. Mm -hmm. Uh, especially for, you know, like, like Hunter and he's open-minded to just about anything and he might not believe it, but he can get into the spirit of it, you know, especially because most of them involve some good food, some booze, Mm -hmm. usually sometimes a fire Mm -hmm. and, you know, things like that. And there's, there's a, it's a fun way to do hands-on kind of teaching and share your practice in a non-preachy way. Yeah. It's inclusive, you know, it's like, here, take this cake and take this beer and I'll tell you why. Yeah. And it's, it's better that way
0: or we should spend some time outside tonight around the fire and here's why
1: you get to teach through that and teach through actions which Mm -hmm. is always a bit easier and also usually and for me at least when i'm teaching through an action or through i'm way more passionate about Mm -hmm. it oh yeah and and that conveys you know and and your partner will see that or should see that Mm -hmm. you know and respect that i think uh Another one. Well, and the thing is, I share it all with Hunter. Like he sees me do it all. I don't make him partake in anything really that he wouldn't want to partake in. But he sees me smoke cleanse. And like last night, he was playing his guitar in his office, and I walked in and just cascaria. I didn't say a word. I walked in and just put cascaria (laughs) on the windows, and I just walked out. And I just made it. It was fresh, fresh cascaria, Mm. fresh eggs, Mm. and I ground it all up. From fresh chickens, and I, I just walked in, just sprinkled it on the window sills. They were open, so I like put it in the part where the window shuts so it stays. Mm-hmm. And I, like put it in there and just walked out. And he's so used to it at this point. I don't even. I, he didn't. He didn't even say anything. He was fine. He knows <laughs> this is his life.
0: Very similar for me as well. I, I, I like to see the. Um, I don't want to say growth because I don't want to imply that that it was wrong before, but uh, uh, to see Clark, I was thinking about early on when this first started and thinking about the windows and sprinkling things reminded me this, I had put cinnamon and salt uh, and maybe some black pepper, some very basic stuff along the window sills and on the doors. And I remember he came in and he was like, what is, what is all this? What is this? Is this dirt? You know? <laughs> and being me being very, being very shy, about it yeah and, and kind of not knowing oh god what do i say here do i tell him or why? do i sound like a child if i he, say it's magic right exactly and to kind of come from that to the place of um you know randomly he'll just tell me things oh you know what would be like a good altar thing for you or you know it would be a good uh you know and he'll usually say it, like a magic thing <laughs> um And just to kind of see that growth, it shows me that I have somehow included him in small ways Mm -hmm. throughout life. and that they're paying attention yeah and that's
1: the beautiful thing like and the hunter will say a little thing and he says and it's so cute to me and i don't know why he chooses this word pairing but you know i call her the mother tree mm-hmm. you know but anytime he refers to her he, he calls her your mother tree he's like well your mother tree and i think like, that's the <laughs> cutest thing i don't know why but he's yeah. like well you know like well it's not good because we have a dead tree we're gonna have to fell. Mm-hmm. and i was just like Ugh. and i don't think it's gonna get anywhere near her but it's her <laughs> so i'm like what <laughs> and he was like it's not gonna you know it's not gonna go Anywhere near your mother tree. And he always says your mother tree. And I think that's adorable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I know I recently talked about it in, in an episode where I had some eggshells and I have and... not stopped chuckling about this. Yeah. I will just think about it randomly because I can hear him yeah. say it. From the other is just like, why are there eggshells everywhere? <laughs> and then another one, oh, I forgot what it was. I think it was jars. Maybe, but something very similar happened where, again, he made this exclamation of like, why do we have so many jars? (laughs) But uh, sometimes I'll just have something sat out. And when I very first started growing my onions, uh, I, I grew them from onion scrap. So I had them kind of sitting on the counter in some water. And one day he's like, hey, what's the deal with these onions in here? He's like, is that garden stuff or is that like witch stuff? You never know. You'll say that a lot, you know, he'll be like, is that witch stuff or is it something stuff? You know, uh, and I think that's adorable. It's
1: amazing the things that he's become, that they've both become just accepting it. Like the strange lives they now lead because yeah. of us. Yeah. Like this, I'll just be doing something and I'll just realize... This is fucking weird. Yeah, so, and he's not batting an eyelash. nothing. He's so <laughs> used to it. And I'll I, but like when our chickens lay their first egg, I buried it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Who the fuck does that? Can you, you know? go, can you go back in time three years ago and tell your past self what would she say? <laughs>
1: it's like what? what the fuck? And because he asked me, he was like, "Yeah, you know, I got, you know, I, I, I fucking buried it." And it's just like weird little things like that. All the time <laughs> and it's just fine whatever
0: the amount of times that clark has come into a room and i'm sitting at my altar and i just quickly snap up
1: from i imagine the john candy like <laughs> trains planes and automobiles like <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: exactly exactly what it's like and he every time it it's like i scare him more than he scared me just because of my reaction is so like mm-hmm. <gasps> You know he's oh, like oh, he's sorry. Oh, oh. What do you okay uh, okay? <laughs> just shut the do- <laughs> just shut the door real quick. <laughs> <I'm> sorry.
1: <laughs> I think my favorite memory with the dudes. Remember when they quietly
0: like church Mines brought us cocktails that one time? Oh my gosh, yes, that was the best. They're so sweet when they're together, and we're recording. They're so ginger and tender. oh my god, Walking yeah, there. quiet. Hey, are you recording yet?
1: And they just had little I could hear the ice clinkling behind the curtain. You know, sitting there. Just so, and you just slip through. And they both came. They both came. Which is what I think is so funny. It's adorable. It's so sweet. One person could have carried both of those drinks, but each one brought one drink. And I think that is so cute.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. And they were like
1: little kids being like, Can we get some money for the for the arcade? Like that's what it sounded like. It was like a, are y'all are y'all recording? like, Yeah, it's okay so precious can we have cheese pizza tonight (laughs) super courteous
0: (laughs) oh man all right we've got we have a question from mama kim great kim says what are your favorite waba related moments so far adventuring comes in pretty close to the top for me
1: it one hundred percent does absolutely the time that we almost killed ourselves with wild sage from Artie and <laughs> Yes.
0: I also quite love the Witchy Bazaars and the Pagan Pop. Oh yeah, and and things that we've gotten to do. <sighs> what else, man? God, not
1: the a lang episode. Yeah, and the Valentine's Day, the Jasmine episode, like that little those two episodes are like real close to each other. Mm. Both of those are fucking silly. And I just remember that time mm. and I remember us talking about our Valentine's days and I just remember that episode being really funny. Like it was just a great, we. it was cozy in here, we were just chatting and I really loved those little two episodes
0: together. I still really enjoy the Osiris episode. Oh, um,
1: <laughs> such a great time! I still That's love Langalang. That's the the fires episode. That is a stacked episode. It might be the best one we've ever done. Oh, shit,
0: pretty much all of the historical witch episodes, but uh, Shipton, Mother Shipton, yeah. sticks out to my uh, to me.
1: The Jane Winham one is my favorite. That was the I think it was the Mint episode. It's the one with. Uh, John Chapman and she kept making everybody run and pick up sticks and shit. (laughs) It's my absolute favorite one. I love the Jane Winham story. All of it.
0: Tiff asks a large question. Big. If true. What has been the biggest mind blowing thing you've learned? I feel like the past two years have been nothing but a constant brain explosion.
1: One big mind.
0: Fucking blow. Blow. (laughs)
1: blow 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 blowies blowies i've been watching way too much letter kenny blowies boys i don't know shit i mean i i I feel like every fucking conversation i have with the mother tree is a mind fuck and that's like once every couple weeks oh i thought you
0: froze sorry you were being so very still and then you blinked (laughs) I think mine has to be something along the lines of there are so many people and so many places and so many everyday ways that this is worked in and that you don't even notice before. You know, uh, since mm-hmm. we started this, I've gone to little shops, not even necessarily metaphysical shops, but they will have what I never saw before, but I can clock now as a little prosperity jar or something by the cat. Yeah, poster. yeah. yeah. Uh, things like that. I, I've seen so many tattoos that before I never would have blinked uh-huh. an eye at, but I'm like, I see you. You're one of us. I see you. Uh, that has been really mind blowing to me.
1: I, yeah, that's a very good point. And I, I forgot about the whole spirit ancestor putting together the mint and whorehound thing in yeah. Yeah. that really shook me. And you know, what was another, the whole retreat in September that whole weekend. <clears throat> yeah. And the night, the, the last night, I, I don't want to talk too much about it because, we, you know, we're going to, like, keep the sacredness of mm-hmm. it, you know. But the final night, the final dinner, really, um, and it's not that I didn't believe in things. Yeah. It um, made me realize that my belief was uh, warranted, mm-hmm. I guess you should say. Mm-hmm. And that was... It, it, I, I still think about it today. Just what happened that evening. It, it, it I can't
0: hardly wrap my head around it. There's, I was going to say there's things from that night that I haven't digested yet. Mm-hmm. There's personal experiences that I had. And I feel like you and I several times walked through the kitchen. Cause there was two doors to the kitchen and we would, <laughs> we would cross paths, look at each other, exhale and then keep yeah. walking. And, and it's like, we couldn't even really talk about it. At all, because we were each having our own separate moments. Uh, and that is for me very much the first time that we've come together, uh, besides Macy and I, because we've had moments where we've sat down and done spells, of course, the podcast as well. But it was the first time that we got in a room with other people. And it wasn't just a gathering. It wasn't just getting together to be in the same spot. We were there. We got
1: fucking close. (laughs)
0: We we were there for a purpose. And uh, to see also the other, the ways that other people, um, just other ways that they would practice and other things that they- Fucking powers. Yeah.
1: Powers. Like, it was just like, I saw that powers are real and they're fucking superpowers. Mm -hmm. And it, it just drove home to me the realisticness of all of this. And that was amazing.
0: For sure. Especially when it was, as everything pretty much was that night, it's corroborated by something. Because, again, three years ago, Charlie, when someone says, oh, I can do, I'll use myself as an example, sense when something's in the room with me. I can sense when I'm there with somebody. I kind of would have maybe been like, okay, I'm sure you think you do. It's probably all in, yeah, you know, the mind's a powerful thing. Uh, It's great. Wouldn't that be fun if that were real? But to be in the room with somebody who makes a claim like that, and then later it's actually they say something or something happens, and you're like, "Dude, you can't (laughs) know these things, or you,
1: there's no way that could happen." Yeah, I that whole I and I I learned so much. I use Mm -hmm. things every every all the time. Every time I use a spell, I use stuff that I learned from that weekend. One
0: of my favorite things that we learned, and we've already talked about it. And we, as we said, we're not going to go too much into it because uh, we want to keep that respectful. Holding an herb and oil in your hand. Oh, for yes. For that. And yes. instead of reading what other people have to say, as as I'm sure true or standard or whatever it is, when someone says, this is an herb that does X, Y, Z, or it's good for this. Instead of looking at the sheet that says that, holding it and sensing these things out for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. It's taken a lot of weight off my shoulders. I think absolutely. I mean,
1: well, and it it, it makes these everything's a tool at that mm-hmm. point because yes, it has its own energy, and you'll pick up on that. Mm-hmm. But the other energy it has is essentially just something that you can use to further the what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know what needs to be done, and if this yields an energy almost of being like, yeah, include me. Yes, you know, go with that. Go with your intuition, like, and that's. It, it changed spell work for me because it made including that too like the understanding of herbs because I now use them a lot but it also in candle magic candle magic was not even on my radar yeah and now I don't that. do a spell without it yeah. like it's it is the center of my spell work and learning how to do that and Jordan from moonlight's apothecary is such a good teacher mm-hmm And it was just great. It was, I learned so much. I think that whole weekend might be one of the most mind blowing experiences Uh, I've ever had. Yeah.
0: And I'm also going to say that that was one of the speaking about Jordan from Moonlight's Apothecary. um, It, it was one of the first times that I learned to, learn from other people regardless yes. of being intimidated
1: <laughs> yes yeah because, and it's so funny because you get to know her and she's so fucking sweet yeah
0: she's the sweetest <laughs> most down-to-earth person and you know however we had only really met her a few times and, and we were both so enamored yeah scared. well to
1: <laughs> me she's a real witch it's yeah like if i'm if i think of like all right who's like a real witch that i it's like Jordan is in yeah. my head because she is a real fucking witch. And yeah. we were like these couple of fucking noobs, <laughs> yeah. you know, and just like seeing this business that she's built and just everything about her. And I was just, I was terrified. I was oh, yeah. terrified.
0: Oh yeah. And, and that in itself was kind of mind blowing to be like, look, a lot of the times people they're willing to teach and to share. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to be open to that experience because not everybody who has something to say or something to teach, not everybody's going to approach you. Uh, yeah like hey do you want to hear what i have to say uh we're lucky that she did we were so honored yeah like
1: (laughs) fangirled
0: about it oh god so genesis dope by the way says if you could only smell one scent for the rest of your life what would it be and then jenny chimes in with besides cinnamon lol (laughs) um patchouli you can, Okay, if I can't say cinnamon, you can't say patchouli. You better pick again.
1: You're the one who got limited, not me.
0: <laughs> um, The thing is, no matter what you choose, you're going to get sick of it. Yeah. If it's the only thing you can smell from now to the end of time, it could be the most delicious thing in the world and you're going to get sick of it.
1: See, that's why I'm struggling because patchouli, that would never happen for me. Like, that's See, the one scent that I know... I would never get tired of because to me, it just smells like earth and that's my favorite smell.
0: I want to pick something that's like uh, baking bread or grass clippings or something like that. But I do feel like that is more susceptible to being like, okay, I get, I get it. Mm -hmm. You know, can I please smell something besides yeast
1: now? You know, this is, this is maybe, this is maybe a shitty idea, but I like it. And I think I could be okay with smelling it forever. Coffee. I was going to say coffee. I think coffee. I could smell that all the time.
0: And it's also because coffee is like kind of the palate cleanser Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of the nose realm. Kyle says, what are your thoughts on saltines? I love them. I love the silence that you took to get there. I'm. they're fine
1: I think they're a textural delight
0: <laughs> a real treat to the tongue uh, I prefer a buttercracker but Macy loves saltines
1: I do love saltines can't keep them around <laughs>
0: Candace says, what is your favorite part of being in Texas? I'm currently working on searching for our perfect piece of land, and it seems you have both found it. Jealous, wishful. It will happen. Currently looking outside of Austin. I have not found uh, my perfect piece of land. That's something that will happen down the line. Uh, Macy and I do not live together. (laughs) Yeah, let's
1: let's clarify that again. (laughs) We live uh, an hour and a half away from each other.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Mace, you you've got uh, quite a tie to the land that you live on.
1: Yep, it's uh, the old childhood property. It's just a weird fucking place. So it it's just a weird place, and um, it's a match made in heaven. It's like the perfect. I like truly. Sometimes cannot think of anywhere I would rather be than my own house Mm -hmm. and my own place. Like I just I I love it to -hmm. death.
0: Yeah, you you grew up there, and I mean honestly, even though I'm not, even though we don't live together, and I'm not your sibling, I also spent a a fair amount of time a lot growing up, and some of the most formative moments in my life. I got married out there. Yeah, you know, Um,
1: yeah, you did, and I shot in my house tied very anxious dad's bow tie in my house
0: oh lord he was so how was he more nervous than i was
1: i don't know but he was wound up like a spring
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh however i I think looking outside of austin is a wonderful idea that land is beautiful out in hill country area
1: yeah it's a bit more a little more arid kind Mm. of a a little more shrubby Mm. but it's very beautiful
0: if you're into beauty,
1: might I suggest New Braunfels? Great area, yeah. San Marcos is nice. Mm-hmm. San Antonio is lovely.
0: Our favorite part of being in Texas? There's, Tex-Mex. there's. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> i was about to say there's so many ways to answer that.
1: <laughs> I I was racking my brain on it, and I was like, oh, but seriously though, it's Tex Mex. Like, Tex Mex
0: is fantastic.
1: It's it's wonderful. What is your
0: what's your favorite? Tex-Mex item.
1: Fuck.
0: Chimichangas.
1: Really? Uh, I love chimichanga. Hunter's is a, a chili relleno mm. done in very tex mexy <sighs> ways. I love, fuck, that's really, really hard. Okay, you know one thing, and this sounds not very exciting, but a well-done one is a huge taco soup. Mm. Or tortilla mm-hmm. soup. Sorry, not taco soup. Tortilla soup. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it. And it's, there's not everybody does it right. And you got to go to a good Tex Mex place to get like yes. the good tortilla soup. But that's really hard. Is I okay? Um, sour cream enchiladas with the sour cream sauce, you know, like chicken, sour cream, and spinach enchiladas. I'm thinking of the ones from El Phoenix, those <laughs> bad boys, that or fried fish tacos.
0: I might also just have to say salsa.
1: You know, I'm not a salsa fan.
0: Really? I'm such a salsa dude.
1: I, I like salsa verde Mm. a good amount i Mm -hmm. i I don't like a whole lot of spice i'm not like a pussy when it comes to spice where you know you have those people that will eat like ketchup and they're like i don't know it's too spicy too spicy (laughs) i'm not one of those like i can kind of handle it but i'm like not hunter who eats raw jalapenos at lunch Mm. Mm -hmm. but you know like i'm kind of (laughs) on the lower end and so salsa is always too much to me but i love um I love like green, cre- like the uh, the avocado green sauce at the <gasps> Tree. Yeah, like that shit. That's all for it. All for it. Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> Clark and I, we will ju- we will like judge a restaurant based on its salsa. Hunter it's will salsa that and it's rice and beans. And if you don't pass that test, we're out. Looking at you, fucking on the border. <laughs> I also
1: feel like I have to clarify because I'm going through like the Texas version, but we were saying Tex Mex things and I was like, or fish tacos. And I know that's not a Tex Mex <laughs> exclusive thing. I just need to go over that. But the way that it's done up is, I just need to clarify. I'm not
0: claiming mm, fish you tacos. Know, I gotta as say Tex-Mex New York cheesecake. <laughs> For me, outside, outside Tex-Mex, it's got to be the diversity of um, landscape.
1: And oh te- my yes. gosh, it's it's a whole different planet if you yeah. drive three hours in one mm-hmm. direction.
0: We've got deserts. We have beaches and oceans. We have swamps. forests. We've got swamps. Uh, we have hills. Not not mountains. Don't we're not going there. But we're, we're not have, rich. We're not,
1: we're <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's very, I think I have to share that. I mean, I really, I think the wildlife in Texas is very yeah. interesting. Oh, yeah. Um. I mean, we have hogs, but. You're
0: just thinking of Bigfoot, aren't you?
1: I am thinking of Bigfoot. He's here. He You're
0: always thinking. He's a Texan. <laughs> <laughs> merch. Bigfoot's a Texan. merch. <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot's a Texan. Hold on. What's the other one we had? Bring back butthole. <laughs> and Bigfoot's a Texan. Oh, that's
1: my favorite. I would wear a shirt. <laughs> tomorrow that said Bigfoot's I need to get Lyra on that Bigfoot's a Texan.
0: Texan Trademark Intellectual Property 2020 Woo-wah.
1: We'll hex the fuck out of you if you steal our shit <laughs> Don't do it I would come out of my non-hexing rules if somebody <laughs> stole <laughs> Don't go there <laughs>
0: Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, Lou says, I'm currently in transition from... Sorry, that took me five times to start. (laughs) I'm currently in transition from moving in with my grandparents. I'm looking for my own place now after jumping states. I'm having a hard time holding on to my passion. I'm definitely in the closet and was wondering what I could do to make this transition easier uh, and keep my fire. Blessed be, sisters. Blessed be.
1: Blessed be
0: thank you so much for this platform well thank you Lou.
1: thank you so much
0: i think a pocket altar could be good here i was just thinking like a little altoids tin mm-hmm. pocket mm-hmm. altar
1: keep it in your car maybe
0: uh-huh. you know something that you can keep on you or close to you at all times
1: i think uh like a cleansing spray mm-hmm. super incognito Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like burning, you know, some herbs or anything, but like a spray smokeless version mm-hmm. is, is a good thing to include uh, super under the radar. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, I gotta say, in times like this, it, it can be very stressful. You can stress yourself and be like, oh, I should be doing this or I should be researching this or I should care more about this particular aspect of ritual or whatever. Stick to... And I hate to phrase it this way, sticks to what you know sparks joy. Exactly. Um, don't try to force any one particular thing, especially right now if you've already got a lot of stuff on your plate. Uh, you find something that you truly get excited about sitting down and learning about. Don't make time for study and then sit down and be like, "Okay, what do we do? We're doing bay leaf because I'm doing bees today." Sure. Mm-hmm. You don't just don't force it. It's a good way that in a way that I have learned to keep keep that fire.
1: And also just know that you very almost certainly will lose that fire at some point point. Mm. Mm-hmm. and it's okay. Oh yeah. And it will come back. It comes because and goes. the first time I lost it, I had the worry that everyone does, that it's never going to come back.
0: Yeah. What if I don't love it as much as I did? hmm Hannah says, I'd love to know in what witchy area do you feel like you've made the most improvements since the podcast? And... What is the strongest witchy similarity between the two of you? Oh, that's a fun
1: one. huh. I uh, will go ahead and answer the second one. And I think it's energy manipulation, like energy work and whatnot mm. with our hands. Yes. I would say that's probably one of the bigger ones. And also our interest in Conjure. I think that really yeah similarity between the two of us
0: yeah 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 and it's not like we ever made the decision to sit down and be like let's get really into this mm-hmm. it's just something we independently were studying and came together and learned oh hey you're into this i'm into you're this in that <laughs> <king>. <laughs> uh, as far as the witchy area i got again i have to go with the spirit communication uh, i feel like i've made a lot of strides in that uh also on a non- Practice point, and in, in more of a practical sense, I've really made great strides in learning <laughs> uh, what I don't need and what I don't have a use for in my practice. As opposed to in the early days, I, I even remember saying this on one of the episodes, like being scared about how to use something or how does this fit into my practice or what do I do with this tool? I don't know what to do with it, but I have one sitting here, so I should do so. Like, no, screw it. I, I've come a long way in just being like, I'm not into that. I don't need it. Yes. Yeah, and that's freeing.
1: And don't feel guilty
0: about it. Mm-mm. Madison says, "How have you each grown the most as people and as witches since the start of the show? And what are your practi- How have your and what about your practices have evolved? Excuse me. Uh, second part of that question is non-witchy. What is your favorite garbage internet video?" <laughs> Madison says, "Mine is how not to prepare Easter dinner. I wheeze, cry, laugh until I can't breathe every time."
1: I love, I've talked about it before, I'll scream it at the rooftops, the demonic bass fish, the singing bass fish, yes. best fucking video yes. ever made. I love it with all of my heart and yes. cannot not shriek at it when it's playing. Yeah. Catch up robots.
0: Oh, you remember them with robots. their little
1: muscly yeah. arms? Yeah,
0: they would yeah, like to swing them
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it would miss And the horrible sputtery ketchup <laughs> bottle noises. Oh god, those crap. The way that the little arms spin for like four <laughs> seconds before this anticlimactic. <laughs> brr, brr,
0: <laughs> gross.
1: Cricks me up. I love it.
0: Gross. All the time I think about that evolution of memes one with the, uh, me and the boys in the hallway at 2 a.m. looking for bees. <laughs> think about that one pretty regularly. Gosh! And then, okay. As far as not garbage videos, but just strangely interesting, I've been real into watching hydraulic press videos that have been They're out for eight, in a weird eight way. years. It's mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> just watching what happens when we squeeze four pounds of kinetic sand under two thousand psi. <laughs> you get to trick yourself in, into thinking you're learning something. You're an engineer. <laughs> Casey says, did Macy ever finish the Outlander series? She inspired me and now I'm on 20 pages. I'm 20 pages from finishing book three. Uh, they're so good. I had to order book four as soon as I finished this one. I've not read them at all. I want
1: to. I think that's where I'll go since I have this giant gaping hole in my chest. That was what used to be the Cushiel series now that I'm done with it. And it is that bad.
0: Shut up. And <laughs> I, I say it that you're being. I'm hurting. You're being defensive.
1: <laughs> uh, it seems like the, a very logical transition. I have not yet watched the fifth season, but I have to emotionally prepare for it. So I just haven't gone there yet. But I, I'm planning on it.
0: <laughs> I love anything you have to emotionally prepare for.
1: It just meant that show just sucks me in and it takes over my every thought and everything. And it's stressful and... And I just, I haven't wanted to open that door yet. I'm just waiting on it.
0: From Aria, what is your biggest slash funniest, well, shit moment that you've experienced so far in your practices or in general? I feel like
1: the Fae, in watching me figure out how to deal with them, thought I was such a fucking loser. (laughs) <laughs> just a loser like i don't have any of like clear-cut like certain you know exact things that i mm-hmm. did but just ways that i used to go about things and do and things that i now would not even dream of not asking permission for mm-hmm. you know just taking things like that mm-hmm. and i just feel like they like i th- they're wise knowing things and i feel like they knew that i'd come around but like all the while they were just like this fucking bitch
0: has somebody told her
1: can somebody tell her <laughs> I, have, I don't know. I, Going to the fucking magnolia. That was one. That whole was that whole night was an oh shit moment.
0: That was an oh shit moment. Uh, for me, kind of just as a reaffirming of my faith in that kind of stuff. Um, hated it. <laughs> yeah, you did. I hated it. I <laughs> just still remember that picture. Did we put? We posted that picture on in the Patreon group. I think. Yes. Yes. Are you just on the couch
1: and your eyes you can My eyebrows are above my hairline somehow. They're just so pointed upwards in anger and just discontentment
0: as to where I was. That was about five seconds before you fell asleep momentarily on the couch. And then Clark and I started to tiptoe away, and you just woke up glaring at me. You're like, you fucking leave me here? You were gonna fucking leave me. Next to the luggage. <laughs> we didn't know that yet. We didn't know that yet. <sighs> okay. um, Mine's sort of recent. It kind of goes along with the knowing when to not use or being okay with not using certain things. I have been struggling to fit Cascaria into my practice somehow. Oh, my God. Um, it's everywhere for me. It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> See? And to me, I, I had it. I had some sitting on my altar, and I just kept thinking, like, maybe I could put it here. No, maybe I could do it here. And because of the the nature of it, just the way it completely sews up that line between. I don't think it does. Really?
1: And I think it, part of that depends on how you make it. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. So like I add different herbs in and whatnot. And the intention when I'm grinding it mm-hmm. and making it is to just keep the baddies out And I've noticed activity still in the house. I think I still see the fae in the house, the little gold, like little things. I see it. I still see it all. It's just, it feels like armor. Yeah. And instead of losing everything, it just depends on, I think your intention when, especially when you make it, like if Mm -hmm. I bought some from like a conjure worker and it was made, you know, for, I would agree, you know, but it's Mm -hmm. like, since I'm making it and I'm controlling kind of the intention going into it. It's it's different, and it's it's not like bleach to me. I
0: am I'm still very much for using eggshells. I still have um, a use for eggshells in like a protection powder, you know, because of what they represent and this, that, and the other. But the physical like cascaria itself, again, made in that way, like you were saying, made in the way to keep things out. And to be that bleach and to kind of bar that door between realms or what have you. I'm not about that because yeah. I'm, I, well, I'm, very, not I'm very, 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 very spirit forward <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> in my practice. Um, and I had some sitting on my altar and I went to – I recently upgraded. I moved from an altar that was about the size of a thumbstick to one that's like an actual little table now and i have room for shit and i was kind of resetting it up and uh, thanks car that was loud and i saw this casquerie here and i was just like oh shit <laughs> and all i could think of was just like they've been trying to talk to me and they just haven't been able to get here fuck <laughs> <laughs> so i like took it and put it in my closet and i was like there that's far enough <laughs> but that's i think the only moment that i've actually kind of jumped out of my skin a little bit and been like nope Mm. (laughs) shall we settle in for one last question our last question comes from molly sweet molly i do that to everybody's name in my head now see i do that with the molly I do
1: that to every name ever, ever made. I can't help it. I wish I didn't.
0: (laughs) Molly says I'm several weeks behind on episodes. So I'm sorry if this has been addressed. Has Charlie found a switch to play animal crossing yet? LOL. No, have not yet. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What's your first step to reconnecting with your practice when you feel like you've fallen out of touch with the state of the world right now, I've been seeing people posting that it's not, I've been seeing people posting that they're just not really feeling connected and they feel that the way that I do. Yeah. A lot of people, we may have addressed this kind of duality that a lot of people are feeling like, or not duality, but polarity. And some people are feeling very disconnected and some people are feeling more connected that they have than they have in a a very, very long time. Fired up. Yes. Uh, And I'm endlessly grateful that I fall into that category personally. Uh, And there's this theory that I have, is it comes down to, at least in some way, healers versus empaths, because it, it just seems to me that a lot of people who are really, really struggling right now are taking on so much weight from the rest of the world uh, emotionally. Mm hmm. I don't want to go too much into it because I feel like I have talked about it. Already. There's a blog about it on the Patreon, so I'm not trying to go too too much into it. But just to reiterate, I I think it's important to call on the healers right now, you know, uh, to to kind of shoot out some of those, you know, lunar vibes to everybody, everybody struggling uh, right now. But that's uh, – when I do fall out of touch, my first – I'm seeing the question now says, what's your first step to reconnecting? So let me actually answer that. <laughs> my first step is to – Step back and allow myself to have a moment of disconnection. Uh, and just kind of think, you know what? I need a break right now. And this is my way of, of, or somebody's way of telling me to step back. And I just think, you know what? I'm not feeling it today. Fine. I'm not feeling it today. I'll still make an effort to maybe leave offering or some, some other small kind of thing, maybe protection work that I just feel like I need to keep up on. Um, but there's not really a first step that I take other than allowing myself to have a break.
1: Yeah, I I think having the breaks is important. I like to spend, and if I think about it, all of the times that I've needed to reset, I spend an entire day outside. Like make it a thing, and I spend the entire day outside. And typically that's when I reconnect because everybody starts reaching out Mm -hmm. to me. You know, even if I can't, if my mind is very closed off and I can't communicate very well with the things around me, by the end of the day I can. Yeah, You know, like it's, the, it's just, it helps me tune out all of the noise, mm-hmm. um, which it's so easy for the noise to build up. Oh yeah. It happens so quickly. And so oh, it's, yeah. I do those to just clear everything out.
0: One big grounding sesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You can just see you out laying in the sand. <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> just like, I love it. I'm connecting. And I have one sand patch. That's like the only place on the property that gets sun all the time. And it's so hot, it's hot fucking sand. Do you just roll in it? Uh I bury my feet in it. I'll like dig my toes in it as deep mm-hmm. as I j- I'll just keep digging I'll just dig I'll disappear.
0: It's like quicksand, but you're actively trying to go deeper. <laughs> <laughs> you need like a big ass uh you need to take like a big ass sheet and lay it down on top of that sand so you can lay on it. Oh, it'd be warm. And get the heat, but not get covered in, not get sand in your crack.
1: Yeah, I see. I can't, I can't lay in it because I always have sunscreen on Mm -hmm. and I just can't deal with that. I do not like sand and sunscreen. I'll deal with a little bit of dirt and grime that comes from a day of sunscreen, but I do not want sand stuck to my sunscreen. It makes me miserable. Wow. Yeah, no, it's hard. It's a text. It's like one of those few things I have to. I can't even think about it. I don't even like to think about it. I, hate it.
0: <laughs> I didn't know you felt so passionately. Mm. Shit. Mm-mm. Mm. Um, so that that about wraps it up. That about wraps up our, our little A U A. Ask us anything?
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because we're plural. Because,
0: yes. <laughs> I haven't really had a chance to kind of sit and think about the last 100 episodes because we just go, go, go. Yeah. And it's like everything else in life. The time just kind of flitters by until you're sitting there and actively going, wow, a lot has happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I am incredibly grateful for the time that we've had.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: I'm extremely excited for the time to come to the next 100. To the next 100 and beyond and beyond a hundred a hundred years one, 100 years WBH podcast <laughs> add them to the list of people to sue us who else is suing us Zach Bagans
1: oh yeah I like to think not though he's a good boy
0: <sighs> I think he is until he's not
1: yeah very true and I
0: feel like that's a very hard crisp and that's line. when he rips his shirt off <laughs> You like these tattoos? They're sick. <laughs> They're sick. Sick. Okay. Wow. Wow. I guess. Uh, I guess for the one hundredth time, we we thank you for joining our little bullshit fest.
1: It is every week.
0: Every. Week for two years, Macy. Uh uh We have sat down and just rambled.
1: Spewed bullshit onto the world. And people listened. (laughs) It's very touching.
0: (laughs) To see the pictures of this giveaway and find out what you could win, check us out on Facebook. Or, you know, come eat with us on Facebook at Witch Amateur Hour. You can also, and
1: he might, he might help you. He might, you know, like stand behind you and like hold some like binoculars over your eyes. But while he's breathing in your ear in a mm-hmm. raspy way and maybe drooling a little bit on your shoulder, yeah. you can view that also with Jim at our
0: insta Gym mm-hmm. at Which Bitch Amateur Hour. And what he thinks are binoculars, it's just like two toilet paper rolls that mm-hmm. he like has put up against your face.
1: Two, like, hollowed out ham bones, you know? <laughs> that he's, like, wormed his tongue through a
0: lot, just
1: like yeah, a he snake. he sucked them all out, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, the marrow is the best bit, you know, honestly. Uh, he's uh, got, very nutritious. He's got a point.
1: That's how he's so flexible. It's all of the, the cartilage and, like, the natural gelatin that he's getting from bone marrow. Oh, <laughs>
0: God, gross. We have a Twitter where we retweet. Check us out at Bridge house yeah but shower oh i'm trying to do
1: like a like a bachow like bachower it's hard to do like a like
0: an onomatopoeia like in um i believe in a thing called love where he goes guitar
1: absolutely yes yeah, so that's exactly
0: right. but we will catch you next week on the 101 episode
1: <laughs> of the witch bitch amateur hour I love that. It's great. Eloquently said. Mm. Sean Connery. <laughs> uh, had to bring him back. He's the final meme. He's the, fi- the
0: final one. <laughs> Shea later. legitimately one of the funniest things
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god
0: That hasn't happened in a long time. (gasps) Wow. Wow.